Welcome to the Different Church Podcast. My name is Tyler Sturban, and I'm so grateful that you're hanging out with us today. And hey, if you want more information on our church, you can go to our website, dfrnt.church, or you can follow on all of our socials, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Just be a part of everything that we do every single day. But hey, like I said before, I'm so grateful that you're here. And hey, if it encourages you, if it challenges you, will you rate us five stars? Because it helps us reach as many people as we possibly can with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So hey, like I said before, I'm thankful that you're here and I pray that this message encourages you. Different church! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I have no idea how you got here, where you are. Maybe you're watching from your dorm room. You're in the gym right now. You're on the treadmill. You're in your car. I have no idea how you got here, whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TikTok, YouTube, whatever. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And hey, I don't know if you realize, we're in the gym this week. It's 2023, so I thought, why not bring everything to the gym, and I love 2023, I love New Year's, right? Because they always have these phrases, right? New year, new me. Like, I'm a new me this year. Or like, and I see, I see a lot of ladies share this one, like, last year broke me. This year, I'm breaking through, right? And I love these, I love these like slogans that get you moving, that get you engaged. But what if the idea of a New Year's resolution wasn't to start something, right? Everyone's like, I'm going to start dieting. I'm going to start reading. I'm going to start praying. I'm going to start doing whatever, right? I'm going to start. What if it wasn't I got to start? What if you really need to figure out why you quit in the first place? Because the reason why you're starting the diet is because you gave up on the diet two years ago. The reason you're starting going to the gym again is because you quit going to the gym four years ago when you were in high school, when you were in college, whatever. And what if I need to pinpoint why I quit something? Because I think that's, well, the diet you started today, you quit a few years back. Why'd you do that? The finances you were saving up, you quit saving and spent on, why'd you do that? The marriage that you used to be in, you quit on it, why'd you do it? What if you needed to figure out why you were quitting things? We quit everything but quitting. And what if this year, God didn't want you to start anything new? What if he wanted you to dig up some things that you you hadn't dealt with yet? What if you needed to dig up some relationship problems you've had for a long time and you've never actually confronted them? What if this year wasn't a year of starting? What if it was a year of going back and digging up and figuring out why you do the things you do? What if that was it, right? We have New Year's resolutions. We're always writing down, man, I want to read more. I want to pray more. I want to do this. Why did you stop in the first place? Because the devil isn't concerned with you going to church if he knows you're going to quit going to church in a couple years from now. The devil's not concerned with you getting married to the person God gave you if you're just going to quit on the marriage that God gave you. He's not worried about what you're doing today if you're just going to quit what you're going to do tomorrow. We have got to stop stopping. What if there was some, what if God wanted us to have an endurance, a stamina about us? And you know what that requires? Before we can run to any podcast, before we can run to any gym, before we can run to anybody, any person, we have to run to one thing to give us the dream, the vision. And this is word, it's the Bible. I remember this one time I was at the gym and I, and I just got done working out, right? And I look in the mirror and I was kind of flexed. I had a pump, right? I look good. 
And I'm looking in the mirror and this old guy walks up to me and he goes, you know, the, the mirror in the gym isn't for you to look at how good you look. It's for you to check your form. He said that the mirror isn't for you to see how good you are. It's to see and correct how bad you've been in the gym. And as I started thinking about that, how many of us read the Bible and we go, I do this good. I do this good. The Bible isn't meant for you to flex. It's meant for you to correct. It's meant for you to go, what am I not doing right? The Pharisees, they looked at the word of God and they went, I do all of it right, but they were missing it. How many of us, we use the Bible, we use church, we use spiritual things to make ourselves look good, not for us to actually become better. And this year, that's what we've got to do. I'm looking at this, I'm going, God, what am I missing? What am I messing up? Help me to correct my form. I'm missing out on something. I know I'm not doing this thing properly. Not I'm looking in the mirror going, look at me, look at me. No, no, no. I've got to correct some things. You've got to correct some things in the spirit. And so when we look at it, the Bible even talks about quitting. I'm not just somebody that's going, hey, quit, quit. No, no, no. The Bible talks about quitting. If you have a Bible, turn to Galatians 6 verse 9. It's one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. Look at what it says. Galatians 6 verse 9. He's talking to a church. He's talking to Christians. Look at what he says, verse 9. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings. Look at this. If we don't give up. But look at what it says right off the jump. Look at this. So let's not get tired of doing what's good. Isn't it crazy that he didn't say, don't give up. He said, don't get tired. Almost like there's going to be a point where you're too tired to move forward. You're too tired to chase after the dream God's given you. You're too tired to pursue the relationship God's called you to pursue. What if there needed to be an endurance and a stamina in our lives, but we quit because it gets tiring Look at this, when you don't see results. We cannot be driven by results. We have to be driven by passion because when you don't see results, you'll quit the day you don't see results. No, no, no. You need a passion birthed inside of you. You need a passion birthed in you. You have to because passion will wake you up when you don't want to get up to pursue the call God has on your life. Passion will wake you up when you feel stagnant. Passion will wake you up when you feel like you've hit a wall, when you feel like you haven't grown. You cannot look at the results you see today because that will stop you from moving into tomorrow. You've got to be fueled by passion. I will follow God whether I see any blessings in my life. Not because I don't follow the results, I follow what? My passion for him. I am driven by my passion. I am not driven by results because there will be a day where you hit a wall. Ask any person in here. There will be a day when they hit a wall, they can't lift any more weight. And if they're looking for results, they will quit if they're focused on the results and not the passion. Passion to be better. Passion to grow in knowledge. Passion to grow in your marriage. Passion to grow in the spiritual things. Passion has to drive you. We are not results driven. We're passion driven because I will follow God whether I have zero followers or a million followers I will give to God whether he ever gives anything to me I will pursue God whether anyone else pursues me why I follow him because he did something for me that no one else could ever do 
He changed my life more than, so I don't care if anyone else follows me. I don't care if nobody likes any of my posts. I'm going to continue to pursue the call God has on my life, whether anybody follows me or not, because I don't look at results. I look at my passion for him. I don't need God to do anything for me today. He's already done too much for me. But we have been so consumed with, I need to see my bank account filled up or I'm not following God. I need to see, I need to get married or I'm not going to church because God told me I was going to marry someone. No, 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 stop. We're not doing, stop. We're not doing this. God is not a genie where we rub the lamp. We do not do this kind of stuff. He said 2,000 years ago, he died on a cross for me. He died on a cross for you. I don't need anything else from him. You don't need anything else from him. He's done everything for you. And every morning you get to wake up and go, am I going to pursue him? But it says, let us not get tired. Almost like there's going to be a race that you're going to have to run. Almost like you're going to, well, you're going to hit the wall. You're going to get tired. And you know what I've noticed whenever I go to the gym? I never see anybody working on stamina. Everybody wants to work on strength. Everyone does. Look at this. Anytime I go to the gym, the bench press, full. Squat rack, taken. Dumbbells, taken. You know what's never full? You know what's never taken? The elliptical, the treadmill, the Stairmaster. Why? We lift weights because it makes us stronger. It builds strength. It makes us look better. But what if your secret wasn't in your strength? But what if it was in your stamina? Because listen to me, there will be a weight that gets too heavy for you. The depression will get too heavy for you. The anxiety will get too heavy for you. The brokenness will get to the singleness will get too heavy for you and you have to go okay God I'm not seeing it yet I'm not going to focus on my strength I don't want to look good I want to be good in 20 years from now I'm going to work on my endurance I'm going to keep running the race because the devil doesn't have to beat you today he just has to beat you tomorrow he's not worried about today he's worrying about tomorrow and so you've got to focus on am I running the race Am I, do I have the stamina it takes to pursue the uh, calling God put on my life? Do I have the stamina, the endurance? Nobody wants to worry about stamina. Nobody wants to worry about endurance. But what if that was the secret? What if that's why you keep quitting? You're focused on how you're going to look, not how you're going to be, listen, how you're going to become. Because God called you to something awesome. God called you to something great. God didn't give up on it. You gave up on it. The Holy Spirit didn't keep calling you. You stopped calling on your calling. You stopped doing it. And so this says, let us not grow tired. And look at what it says. So let us not get tired of doing what's good. And watch this. This is what we hate. We hate it. We hate it. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest. The right time. Not your time. God's time, not your parents' time, God, not your boss's time, God's time. I don't work on anyone else's time but God's. When God wants me to be married, I'm going to be married. I'm not worried about anyone else's time, what Instagram tells me, TikTok tells me, my parents tell me. When I get, God will give me the promotion when I'm ready to get the promotion because I don't work on his, on my time or anyone else's time. I work on God's time. This has to... The reason you're not seeing miracles in your life happen is because, not because you're not called to receive them, not because God didn't, doesn't want to give them to you. 
He's waiting on the perfect time. Because if you, listen, if you pull a vegetable or a fruit out before it's ready, it will not taste as good as if you let it sit in the ground or let it sit on the vine for a little bit longer. Because then it begins to, well, it tastes better the longer it stays on there. The timing. You can get the right thing at the wrong time and it'd be the wrong thing. But so many of us go, God, I need it now. I need it now. I need the results now. You know how many times I've done sit-ups at a gym? Immediately, I do, I do 10 sit-ups. I look up, I go into the mirror, and I lift my shirt up, and I don't see abs. I get so mad. I'm like, God, why don't I have abs? He's like, well, I want you to keep working. Why don't I have financial breakthrough? I want you to keep working and being generous. Why aren't I married? You wouldn't even pray for the spouse if I gave you the spouse right now. God is worried about his time. He'll give you what you're, you feel called to. It has to, be in, has to be in his time. If I gave my daughters a million dollars, they would have a million packs of M&Ms. They are too immature to receive a miracle right now. Most of us, we haven't received the miracle because we're not mature enough for the miracle. And God is the best steward of everything. He is the perfect steward. So why would he give you a miracle that you're not mature enough to hold yet? I would not give my daughters a million dollars because they could do some awesome things with it. They're not mature enough to do the awesome things with it yet. Right now, you are praying for something that you're not mature enough for yet. You've got to pray, not God, give it to me. No, God, give me the maturity to handle the miracle you have for me. That's what we pray for. Not for a miracle. We pray for God, help me be able to receive the miracle. Help me be able to receive the words you have for me, the finances you have for me. Aren't you glad you aren't married to the person you asked God to marry you two years ago? Aren't you glad you don't have the money you have now back when you were 12? Aren't you glad there were things that didn't? Aren't you glad God said no? Aren't you glad God said no to you back in the day because you were too immature to receive the blessing God had for you? And this year, in 2023, we are praying for maturity so that I can hold miracles in my hand and I can actually do some good with them. I can actually do good with some finances. I can actually do good in a relationship. I've got to be mature enough to hold miracles. And that's what, listen, that's the timing God's talking about. I'm not ready to receive it yet. We think God's not ready to give us a harvest. No, no, no. I'm not ready to get the harvest. I'm not ready to reap it if I got it right now. And that has to change. Something in me has to change. And that happens in 2023. We're leveling up. We're growing. It doesn't look on something on the outside. Look, it doesn't look like growth on the outside. What really happens is growth in the inside happens. And then the things on the outside you can grab and hold and live with. Because look at what it says. Back to verse 9. We're in one verse. So let's not get tired of doing what's good. At just, the right, at just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings. And look at what it says at the very end. If we do not give up. But that's all we do, isn't it? I'm not married yet. God, I'm done with men. God, I'm done with women. God, I'm, I'm, I'm done trying to work really hard. Nobody sees, no one sees what I'm doing at my job. No, stop. Stop. What if this was a test from God? He's saying, I want to see what you would do. Don't ask me for more money if you're not going to bless people with the money I've already given you. 
Don't ask me for a relationship if you don't even pray for yourself in this season. How could you pray for another woman or another man? How could you do it? I gotta stop. I've gotta quit quitting. We've gotta quit quitting. This is all we do. All we do is give up because it doesn't happen in our time. But there's a reason it doesn't happen in our time. I'm not ready for it to happen. You're not ready for it to happen. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. But can I, let's keep it real. We've quit, haven't you? Or we've quit. You quit. You've quit on a bunch, haven't you? You gave up on faith. Listen, you gave up on faith, didn't you? You gave up on being generous, didn't you? You gave up on a relationship that God called you to, didn't you? I'm not quitting anymore. I'm not stopping anymore. God's called me to something amazing. I'm the only one. I'm the thing in the way of the amazing. I'm in the way of the breakthrough God has for me. I'm in the way of it. And we, we can't give up. We can't give up. And, and I, I was just thinking about this, like as I was praying, and, and, and we're about to wrap up, I promise, but as I was praying, God, God kind of put on my heart that you've lost something, that you've lost something, that you've lost your faith, you've lost your passion, you've lost, listen, you've lost your visions and your ability to dream, you've lost it. And he said, well, Tyler, you've got to go find it. You've got to go find it. And what does that mean? I've got to go back. When you lose something, what do you have to do? You've got to go back and find it. You've got to, what do you have to do? You have to retrace your steps to find where you left it. But the first thing and the hardest thing is to what? Admit that you lost something. Nobody ever wants, if you lose something and your spouse is next to you, your boyfriend or girlfriend, your parents are around you, the, the worst thing is to tell somebody, I lost it. I admit I lost it. But that's the beginning of breakthrough. That's the beginning of finding what you lost. And you've lost your faith. You've lost your hope. You've lost your ability to dream. And God's saying, hey, I need you to admit today I lost it so you can turn around and start finding it. And that's what, listen, that's what repentance means to turn around. That's it. That's it. But you have to admit that you lost it. And so that's my prayer for you. We've been in this gym we're ready to grow. I'm ready to level up. This year is going to be a year of breakthrough, but I've got to do something. I've got to admit that I lost it. I lost my faith. I lost my hope. I lost my passion. I lost my ability to dream. I just wake up, eat, sleep, go to work, watch Netflix, go to sleep, and just hope I don't die. That's my vision from my life. That is terrible. God did not call you to that. God called you to change the world, but you forgot about it. And so today, this is what we're praying. God, I'm sorry. I turned around. I lost it. I'm, I, I, I'm tripping, right? We say it all the time. I'm tripping. I missed it. I missed the mark. I've messed up. And today, I'm going to turn around and say, God, I need, I need more faith. I need more hope. I need more joy. I need more peace. I'm done with the depression. I'm done with the anxiety. And today, I follow you. Can, will you pray with me? Lord, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. But God, in this season, I, I'm lost. Can I be honest with you? I'm lost. I haven't been able to dream in a long time. I haven't had a vision for my life in a long time. I've given up on you. 
I don't have the faith I used to have. Actually, I've never had faith at all. I've just kind of faked it. I've just shown up to church and went home and just hope I didn't catch on fire when I walked into church. No, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Today, I admit, man, I lost you. I lost you along the way. I've met, it was me. It's always been me. I've messed up. I want to turn around. Let's do this, God. I'm ready to do this. And today we would find the calling you've put on our life. Today we would find the passion. Today we would find the faith. Today we would find the hope. Today we would find the blessing. Today we would find the miracle. And God, help us be mature enough to hold miracles in our hands. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. It's your name we pray and everybody said, amen.